Women Jacker. Hello, I am Samsara and you are listening to The Players by Samsara. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast was created in Nam on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. The podcast soap opera The Players by Samsara ran through all of 2018 and 2019 and had a cult following. I have decided to remaster the series in nine supercuts so that listeners can continue to revisit or enjoy anew this tale of intrigue and ambition. Today we come to the finale of this fabulous soap opera. First released as part of International Podcast Month, Flora's Sweet Sixteen, A Venetian Mask, brought some story arcs to a fabulous close, but opened up so very many more questions and complications to allow you, the audience, to imagine your own future for this crazy, dysfunctional family. Everyone takes their seat in the plane for their flight to Venice. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign. If you haven't already done so, please stow your carry-on luggage underneath the seat in front of you or in an overhead bin. Please take your seat and fasten your seatbelt. And also make sure your seat back and folding trays are in their full upright position. We remind you that this is a non-smoking flight. Smoking is prohibited on the entire aircraft, including the lavatory. Edward, what are you doing? Henri was supposed to sit there. Nonsense. We are flying to Venice to see our daughter for her sweet 16th birthday. Naturally, we will fly together. We are not a couple anymore, Edward. And Henri is my special guest. We are separated, Ruby. Not divorced. Not yet. Not ever. Edward, can't you see we are growing apart? I know you still haven't moved on yet, but you know I am getting on with my life without you. <laughs> it's just a little tiff. You cheated on me, Edward, with our employee. Well, yes, but well, it wasn't the first time and you forgave me for the others. It wasn't the first time, but it was the last. I'm seeing Henri at the moment, and you know it. Now get up and let Henri sit here like we planned. It's not like you to be so cruel, Ruby. Well, I'm a changed woman, Edward, and you are the one who changed me. Now move! All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tina, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of Captain Benning and the entire crew, welcome Michael, to Michael, I was wondering if I could sit with Sienna on this flight. Ruby doesn't want to be sitting with her for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't blame her. And no, you can't sit with Sienna. Go and sit with Sophia. I don't think that's a very good idea. And a ground speed Why not? She's your daughter's friend. You should take this opportunity to get to know her better. Yes, well, it's just that, you see, I think she might have a bit of a crush on me. <laughs> um, it's all very uncomfortable. You really do think you're irresistible to women, don't you? <laughs> yes, of course. No. Actually, no, I mean, no. No, of course not. I'm not making this up. And why do you think Sophia is in love with you? Well, you see, on the opening night of Richard III... That was months ago. I know, but hear me out. That night she tried to seduce me. Seduce me. 
I find it hard to believe you resisted her invitation. Well, as it happens, I did, I'll have you know. Anyway, ever since, she just keeps trying to be alone with me. It's her harassment, I tell you. Harassment, Michael, harassment. Uh, your ego knows no bounds. Well, it's not it? my ego, which is the problem, Michael. It's Sophia's libido. All oh. right, all right. I would hate to be responsible for that tiny slip of a girl seducing you. Oh, well, that's a bit much. I will sit with her, but I swear, if you lay a hand on Sienna, you will wish you've never been born. Yes, 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 whatever. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate your consideration. Have a uh, All right, scooch over. Excuse me. Excuse me. Thank you. Hey, well done, Edward. I was wondering how we're going to wrangle it to sit together. Uh, you just leave that kind of plotting to me, Sienna. I have brain for that sort of thing, you know. True words were never spoken. Thank you. And that's not a compliment, Ed. We're about to have a marvellously romantic holiday in the city of Canals. Let's not spoil it by fighting before we even left. Come here. Kiss me. Not here. People will see. Dad already suspects something is going on. Shut up and kiss you me. You know all hell will break loose if people find out you and I are a couple. Nobody will see us. That's the advantage of first class, darling. We have this wonderful cocoon which gives us all the privacy we need. What about the cabin crew? What about them? They don't know us from a bar or something. They don't care. This feels so naughty. <laughs> it's not as naughty as I want it to be. Ladies Come here. Gentlemen, I'd like to direct your attention to the television monitor. Michael! Oh, I see you through La Canucha Gorda and must it with me for this flight. Nonsense! I'm glad to be sitting next to you. It'll give me a chance to get to know you better. And as you're interning as my assistant director, it gives me the chance to uh, talk with you about the upcoming show. I must admit, me piace l'occasione to spend more time with you. Now, Sophia, you know I don't speak a lot of Italian, so we might take this opportunity to improve your English while we're in the air, hey? This is going to be a long flight. And you look a little bit tense. Perhaps you would like Sophia to give you a massage to help you relax? Oh, you don't have to do that. Oh, but it feels good. Oh, yeah. That muscle is tight, isn't it? Sophia will make sure you're very relaxed, Michael. I have to admit, this feels good. <laughs> uh, you don't have to go that low. The upper back will do. But your hip flexors are gauzy stretto. When you walk with the walking stick, it makes your muscles sore, eh? Well, that's true. Oh! Oh! It's, I think it's been a long time since I've had my quads uh, got a good rubbing down. Does this feel good? Yes, it does. Oh, God. Sophia, stop. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, please forgive me. It's uh, it's been a while since I've been with a woman. There's nothing to forgive, Michael. You are very sexy, warmer. Let Sophia ease the tension. No, no, Sophia, stop. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Cabin crew, please take your seats for takeoff. Ah, no more. Here we are. A festa la Maybe the first of many. Here, here, Henri. It's amazing what can happen in a few months. What do you mean? Well, this time last year I was a happily married woman surrounded by my family and planning to build a theatre company with them. Were you really that happy, Ruby? Well, I thought I was. But you were right, of course. 
There was a lot of denial going on. I knew Edward was unfaithful, but I never thought he would flaunt it in my face the way he did. Let us not talk of these things. They make you triste. And when you are with me, I only want you to be joyous. Henri, I am. Since we started dating, I've been happier than I have been for years. I am to please. And you hit the target. This is why you are such a successful man. Because you achieve what you set out to do. I am no longer because I have you by my bed at night and by my side during the day. I love you too, Henri. Everyone has settled into their hotel rooms. Sophia Skypes Flora to confirm their plans. Hi Sophia, what's up? Be quick because I have to finish packing. This is why I am calling you Flora, to make sure everything is going secondo piano. I didn't realize you were this much of a nag. Yes, everything is on schedule. Have you booked my room at the hotel? See. Si. Although I don't think it is a good idea for you to be in the same hotel as us. Some elegato will catch you at some point. <laughs> as if anyone in my family is that smart. Besides, there are only three of you. What is that noise? Are they doing renovations at the hotel? Um, no. Well, I would ask for another room then. How can you sleep with that going on? Oh, it is not so bad. But Flora, you do not know who is here? Of course I do. Ruby, Daddy, and yourself, of course. No, no. There are molto persone. What do you mean? Wait a minute, that noise... That's snoring. Do you have a man with you already? Oh, no. It's not Daddy, is it? I heard you do flirting when we were on Skype. That is so disgusting. How could you, Sophia? No, it is not your papa. I promise. But yes, it is a man. Really? Well, in that case, well done on picking up after only being in the country for, what, an hour? Flora, I need to tell you something. It is important. What? You sound so serious. Many people are here. Not just the parente. Oh dear. Ruby didn't insist on bringing my horrid brother and sister, did she? No, but she did bring her amante attuale only. Him? Talk about sliding down a hill. How could she go from a thoroughbred like Daddy to a tradesman like Henri? Henri is an artista. You cannot call one of the best couturiers in the world a tradesman. Whatever. This is not a disaster. In fact, it's great news. Henri will keep Ruby distracted. See, si. but your cousin Sienna is also here to chaperone you and I. No, she's such a dobber. If she finds out, she'll make me pay. Especially after I cut up her costume for the <coughs> That is not all. Does the whole friggin' tribe come over? Sophia. Not tutti, but Sophia. your uncle Michael is here too. Sophia. No way. Is that Uncle Mike? Um, Flora, I, ha I have to go. Just be careful and get here as quick as you can. Are you sleeping? 
sleeping with my uncle? I'll detect you when you get here tomorrow morning and I, I will meet you at the front desk. Oh, we can talk about it on piano di attacco. Ciao! Ciao, ciao! <laughs> Everyone meets up for lunch in the hotel dining room. Thank you everyone for coming together for lunch before we all go off and do some exploring. I did want to head straight to Flora, but Sophia has very rightly um, pointed out that we are all jet lagged, so we should rest up today, which will leave us all energised to spoil Flora tomorrow. You see, it would not be fun for Flora to see you all looking tired and lacking in energy. We, we should all be a notre melier for this very special day. Well, yes, Henri, but I want to see my little sweetling so very desperately. And so do I, Edward. Look. Ruby and I have decided we can't entirely wait for tomorrow, so... Oh no. What have you done, Edward? Why have I done anything? Why do you assume something wrong is about to happen, Michael? History. Michael, that is not fair. We all know Ed loves Flora more than anything else in the world. He would never ruin the surprise without thinking about it long and hard. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. You jumped to his defence so quickly, my shit. Well, it's true, Henry. Ah, Sienna, I was wondering where you had disappeared to. Oh, sorry, Dad. I laid down for a quick nap and ended up sleeping through my alarm. Well done. They'll never suspect well, the Well, Ed. Done you good, mademoiselle. You're positively glowy. You do look a bit flushed. Are you okay, sir? It's just this fresh, clean air coming in from the ocean, isn't it, See, It's gorgeous. Yes, that must be it. Uh, Ruby, why do you have your laptop? You are not planning to do work while you are here, are you? I'm sure River has everything in hand back home. Oh, I completely trust my eldest daughter to run the company. No, this is a this is a surprise for my youngest daughter, Flora. Our daughter, you mean? Yes, Ed, our daughter. Thank you. What is it you have planned, Mamou? Well, we are going to surprise her with a Skype call. What? Why? You just can't wait one more day, can you, Mummy dearest? Uh-huh. No, I can't. Neither of us can. It was my idea, you know. Of course it was. Uh, everyone stop it. Go ahead, Ruby. Call Tati. All right, here we go. I will hold it up so she can see everyone scrunching close to the table, though. Hello? Sophia, we just correct. Hello, Hello this is a surprise? See, it is, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Why are you calling? Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! We know, but we wanted to surprise you. What better way to call you than on the day that you don't expect it? Okay. Sophia takes Michael on a gondola ride. Look, Sophia, I only agreed to come on this ride because we need to talk. Shh, Michael. Or can I call you Mike? After all, we should be on first syllable basis that death of. 
first syllable. You do make me laugh, Sophia. <laughs> what should I call you, Soph? It does not have quite Los Teso Anello Adesso, I think. Yes, but it is much easier to say in the throes of passion, don't you think? See, si, I do. Perhaps we should try it out when we get back to the hotel. No, stop. Enough joking. This is what I need to talk to you about. We cannot continue with this, whatever it is. Mike, sit back. Enjoy la vista. We can worry about the serious things later. I don't think we should put this off. Look at all these beautiful buildings. La Tectora is amazing. Yes, it is. And this gondola is perfetto. Yes, it is. And I am la più bella donna in the world. Yes, you are, Sofia de Mondo. I am so happy we are in a gondola with one another. I don't dispute any of that. But, Sofia, we cannot continue having sex. Why not? Do you realize how much older I am than you? No, not really. But you are a very handsome woman. You are a superstar. Is that why a beautiful 18-year-old girl has given herself to a broken man in his 50s? Because I'm a film star? Or was, I should say. You shot your last film only two years ago. So it is not in the past, Mike. But Sophia, I must be part of your past. Because, young lady, we have nothing in common. We are generations apart. I know at least one thing we have in common. No. We both enjoy each other's body and we make each other scream in ecstasy. I can show you what I mean in life. No, Sophia. <laughs> I mean it this time. Besides, we're in public. There is only il gondolere. Isn't he enough? This is what I mean about how we are so different. We Italians are men on Ibito than you Australiani, I think. Perhaps. But it is not going to happen. Now or ever again. Perhaps, Mike. We shall see what happens in this antique city of masks. Ruby and Henri enjoy a romantic dinner. Ah, Ruby, finally we are alone and can ponder up as years this beautiful city of Canada. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed, Henri. I must admit, I am enjoying a night away from home. I love everyone in my family, but I find them exhausting, especially en masse. Oh, look at you, using la Francaise like a knitter. I wouldn't go that far. But I do know a few words of court. You can't do business in Europe without picking up a little bit of a lot of languages. Here is, this is true. Look at the sun setting on the waves, Henri. Isn't it magnificent? Oui, just like you, Ruby. <laughs> Stop it, Henri. You don't have to keep doing it. You already have me in your bed. Ah, the bed, it is not so important. As long as I have you in my arms to hold and protect, this is what I want. Well, I don't need protection, Henri. I am a strong and independent woman. You need to understand that, or this relationship is going nowhere. Oui, oui. I know this of you already. I watched you over the number and You climb mountains as easy as you build bridges. 
Well, I wouldn't use the word easy, Henri. No, but you make it look easy to the rest of us. Henri sees beneath the mask, though. He sees a woman with spirit and beauty, doing everything she can to make the world as beautiful as she is herself. Well, I sometimes ask myself how an artiste of your stature, a man who could have anybody in the world by their side, how you can find this ragged woman in her 50s in any way attractive. Ah, Mamor, when you look in the mirror, you do not see what I see, Lady Vadon. As they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I behold a ravishing woman, shining as bright as the sun. You emanate beauty as strongly as you create it around you. Well, I am not the creative one in this relationship, Henri. You are the world-class couturier. I am just a hardened old business woman. When I hold you tight, just as you are about to release your joy, it is as if I am laying with the Venus de Melo. Michelangelo himself could not paint the vision as stunning as you are in the afterglow of our L'Amour physique. What's so loud, Henri? Oh, and look! Now you blush like les jeunes femmes d'Aurelia. <laughs> Henri? I think we should finish our desserts very quickly. Or I may very well show you my gratitude for your compliments on this very table. Oh, a lightly dessert you offer much more than this delightful telemist too. Let us go right now. I have a different appetite now. Perhaps we could get a doggy bag. You really want to eat it, Steve? Yes but I think it would taste so much better if I ate it off your stomach. Oh, mon dieu. Uh, Gasson, the bill. Now, Messi. Edward and Sienna enjoy a private evening looking out on the waves of the shores of the Lido. You know, Ed, at first I was disappointed we weren't staying in the centre of the city. You know, near the Rialto or something? But as I sit here watching the view, I realise staying on the Lido is absolutely perfect. Yes. As lovely as Venice is, there are some places where the smell is not quite so beautiful. Such as the Rialto? Yes, indeed. Such as the Rialto. We are also shielded from all the noise in the city on this island. Speaking of islands, um, thank you for taking me on that tour of Murano and, and Burano. Grazie, prego. <laughs> Such beautiful mm -hmm. little islands. Oh, I love the coloured houses. I did enjoy that story the guide told us about why they are coloured like that. Yes, so that the drunk men could find their way to the right house at night. <laughs> oh, how hilarious. And act in a country known for its red wine, eh? <laughs> Speaking of, may I have another top-up, please? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. What kind of host am I? Thank you. Grazie. Although, strictly speaking, you are not hosting me. This suite is for both of us. Yes, yes, it is in my name, though. We don't want your snooping father looking for you and discovering us. Won't he be suspicious if he can't find my name in the hotel register? I keep telling you, I'm very good at subterfuge. There is a room booked under your name. We just aren't using it. You do keep telling me. <laughs> I just 
keep trying to forget. Lying is not exactly a preferred aptitude in my lovers, you know. <laughs> Perhaps you will come to realise what an asset it is. Hmm? I already am, it seems. <laughs> but seriously, what if he does look for me? Then Michael will discover you are not in your room and leave a message for you at the front desk, of course. Of course. Silly me. <laughs> Silly. <sighs> but absolutely stunning, see. <sighs> thing that makes this ride so interesting, Ed, is I never know what you're going to do next. Mm hmm? <laughs> Shall we dance? There isn't any music. There's always music in my heart when I'm around you, see. Oh, stop it. <laughs> You're not good at taking compliments, are you? You've forgotten how it works. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I say thank you mm -hmm. and I give a compliment back. Is that right? Exactly right. Well done. <laughs> thank you, Ed. <laughs> and might I say you dance divinely? Ah, oh, grazie, grazie, prego. Thank you, Sig. And now, that song. In Napoli, where love is king, where boy meets girl, here's what they say. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. That's amore. Bells will ring, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Vita Bella. Arts will play, tippy tippy tay, tippy tippy tay, like a guitar and when the stars make you drool just like pasta fazool, that's amore. That's amore. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, signore. Scusi me, but you see, back in no Napoli, that's amore. It is early morning of the next day and Sophia has come down to meet Flora in the foyer. Finalmente, Flora, you are here. And hello to you too, Sophia. You are in irritado. That's not my fault. The plane was delayed before takeoff at Heathrow. I can't do anything see, about that. See, no. I know. I am just nervous. We have to get you checked in and up to your room before anyone sees you. Well, if you get out of the way, I can do just that. Hello, I wish to check in. My name is Laura Drummond, I arranged an early check. Berne, this will work. Hello, you two. Flora, what are you doing here? You were never out of bed at this time of day, never mind dressed and out of the house. Well, thank you for that character reference, Cousin Sienna. Why did you bring luggage? And why do you have a room key for this hotel? 
Can you stop asking a lot of stupid questions? It's actually none of your business. Actually, it is my business. I'm in Venice to chaperone you. Flora, Fossi, we need to confide in Sienna. I'm not telling her anything. It's her fault Daddy and Mother sent me away to this finishing school. See, but hasn't that worked out well for you? Well, yeah. See? What are you two talking about? Enough secrets, out with it. What are you both up to? Ah, <sighs> Sienna. Flora is not staying in my parents' plaza. What? Then where is she staying? In a hostel or something? Aunt Ruby will freak out and Ed will go ballistic. How do you know what my father will do? Oh, I am just assuming. After all, he loves you very much. You are his world. True. See, Sophia, Flora better be safe or your life won't be worth living. You know that, don't you? Ed is not a tolerant man. When did you start calling Daddy I've Ed? always thought there was something a bit shifty about you, Sophia. The way you suck up to Aunt Ruby and fall all over my father. Sienna, a sculptor. This was not my idea. Yes, it was. Well, see, si, vero. But, I mean, it has all been for Flora. She was being stifled in Australia. She needed to be set free, so we had this plan where we would swap places. So you came to Australia and Flora came to Venice. Okay, but why the secrecy? You are right, quasi. I haven't been staying here in Venice. That's why I need a hotel room. What? Where have you been? London. London? But please, Sienna, don't tell anyone. I'm doing fine. I'm very safe in a nice hotel and I'm back in school. I'm doing a course in script writing. See, I'll have a skill to bring into the family business, Dramaticus Theatre Company. But this will only happen if you don't say a word to anyone. But you're only 15. It's not legal. 16, remember? Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. Happy birthday. Sienna, please keep our secret for just a little bit longer at least. Just until everyone returns to Australia and Flora is back in England. Thank you, it is my birthday present. Flora, I can't Yes, you can. Please, 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 please. Flora! For sake, you could at least not tell anyone today. This way, everyone can have a good time for Flora's birthday. And then, tomorrow morning, Flora can tell her parents herself. I might be able to do that. You have to tell them first thing tomorrow though, Flora. Flora, it is better if you tell them to so. This way, they might be impressed by your maturity and let you stay in London. So do I. But this is, this is how it has to be, Flora. Either you agree to tell Ruby and Ed yourself tomorrow, or I go and wake them both up right now and tell them myself. No, no. You want to pull back? All right, I'll do it tomorrow. Do you mean it? Do I have a choice? Sienna Skypes Emerald in desperation. Hey, Steve. I was expecting to hear from you so soon. How are things in Venice? Have you met a dashing local man to release your frustrated passions on? <laughs> Emerald, shut up! <laughs> hey, 
You you remember. I know. I have something really important to tell you, but I don't have much time. Why not? <gasps> Is that the shower I hear? I was right about you finding yourself a local Lothario, wasn't I? Uh, yes. <laughs> Look, I, I have to tell you this before he comes back in the room. Why? You have been caught some sort of STD, haven't you? Well, of course not. Good. Because uncontrolled bullets would make my home unbearable. <laughs> Emerald, listen. Flora's been lying to us. Well, of course she has. She always does. This is different. This is big. Well, all right, then what's she up to now? Oh, goodness only knows what kind of trouble she could get herself into that city. See, has that breakfast card arrived yet? I'm absolutely famished. Must have been all that energetic sex we had last night, eh? Woohoo! Uh, not yet. Sienna, is that... Edward? Uh, no. Sienna, I wouldn't know that pompous voice anywhere. Did you sleep with Edward? That's just... Emerald, I don't have time for this. I have to tell you about Flora. She hasn't been living in Venice at all. She's living in London. And Ed and Ruby have no idea at all. Um, see, I think Edward just found out. No, he has no idea, I swear. See, he's right behind you. What the devil are you going on about, Sienna? Uh, Ed, gotta go, Ed. Just what is it that you're saying about my daughter? The family gather in the bistro to begin celebrations with Flora on her 16th birthday. Flora, I still, still can't believe you actually got up early enough to join us at the hotel for breakfast. <laughs> How did you even know we were here? We didn't let anything slip in the Skype call yesterday, did we? Uh, no, Ruby. I suspect Flora recognised the hotel. It is something of an, uh, how do you say, punto di fermento. A landmark. Yes, I suppose it is. I hadn't thought of that. No, well, regardless of how you figured us out, happy birthday, young lady. We're all very privileged to be here and have the opportunity to spend the day with you in the flesh. Flora? No, no, that's a fair question. I'm here to keep an eye on her father, Edward. Why? What have he done? He hasn't done anything yet. Mike! You call him Mike now. We should not ruin Flora's day with your sopetti pazzi. See me not be so crazy, Tobia. Edward has something of a reputation. No, Andre, I don't know. Well, somebody has to keep an eye on him and I decided to take on the responsibility. Sienna is my daughter and I will always be there to protect her from wolves. What about Sienna? Sienna? Hello, Flora. What a surprise. You don't look surprised, Ed. You look angry. Daddy, I wanted to come surprise you and I did. Thank you so much for coming all this way to spend my 16th birthday with me. But we didn't come far enough, did we? What do you mean, Daddy? According to what Sienna just told me, we stopped a few countries too soon, I believe. Correct? Ed, what on earth are you talking about? 
stop scowling. Hug your daughter, grab a coffee, and then come back to the table in a better mood. Oh, you will be scowling along with me once you find out what has been going on right underneath our noses, Ruby. What do you mean? What do you mean? Do you want to tell them, Flora? I don't know what you're talking about, Daddy. What's going on here, Edward? Flora has not been living with Sophia's parents here in Venice at all. Yeah. What do you mean, Ed? Of course she has. We Skype her all the time. No, Ruby, our darling little princess has been pulling the wool over our eyes for months. If she hasn't been here, well, where has she been? Sophia? Tell them, Flora. No, 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 no. Let me. Our darling 15-year-old daughter has been living by herself in London all this time, it seems. What? You said you would keep quiet. I knew I shouldn't trust you because you hate me after what happened to the I law. don't hate you, Flora. I, I didn't mean to tell Ed anything, just like we agreed. Then how does he know quello che è successo? He overheard me telling everyone over Skype. What? How did that happen? You've been in your room all morning, haven't you? Yes, Dad, uh, of course. So tell me, Edward, just how did you overhear my daughter making a call to her sister in the early hours of the morning from the privacy of her hotel room? Oh, Dad, let's not make this about us. We should focus on Flora and her safety. Yes, Sienna is right. Look, Flora, how could you? I need a break. Look, you know this can't go unpunished. And of course you are returning to Australia with us immediately. Sophia, you must have known about this. I don't know if I can extend my hospitality to you any further. Wait on. Let's go back to Sienna and Edward. I'm going to ask you this straight out, Edward. Man to man, are you sleeping with my daughter? Ridiculous, Michael. It's not ridiculous, Ruby. Yes, Michael. Man to man, Sienna and I have seen each other. You. Ed! Come on! We weren't going to tell anyone, remember? Dad! Stop! Fighting won't solve anything. What Ed and I have is completely consensual and surprisingly beautiful. Sienna, he, he is my husband, your uncle. Oh, his family is a creep then. He was separated, remember, Ruby? He is only my uncle by his marriage to you, Aunt Ruby. We aren't blood relations. Besides, you are here with some leather on Rubbing a separation in my face! Well, it's not the same thing, and you know it. She is so much younger than you, Edward. It's disgusting. Not as disgusting as you sleeping with Sophia, Uncle Mike. That age gap is way bigger. You told her, Sophia? She heard you snoring when we Skyped. You really should see a medical about that. It could be dangerous. Sophia, you seduced my father? <laughs> I knew there was something evil about you from the moment we met. I bet that is a fake accent too. I must admit it does sound a little bit old. All right, you got me. I am not Italian. I am British. <laughs> Shut up, Flora. I should have known you couldn't pull this off, little sister. What? That's right. Flora and I are sisters. But how? Ed, you are my father. What? what?
The Players was written and produced by Samsara and the theme music is by Embryo. The Shakespeare voiceover is by Shane Grant and in this episode the role of Michael Bannister was played by Josh Hayes. The Players features Jack Avery as Flora Drummond, Joe Boyd as Karana, Daniel Brescia as Frank Medford, April Gariffa as Emerald Bannister, Justin Groves as Brick Morello, Axel Gunn as Michael Bannister, Melanie Hayden as Sophia DeMondo, Scott Knight as Edward Drummond, Imbi Lady Ling as River Morello, Jacqueline Lombardo as Sienna Bannister, Marie Shefford as Ruby Drummond, and Damien Valletta as Henri. This is the final episode of The Players, as I mentioned at the start. We had great joy in bringing this story to you and look forward to bringing you other adventures in the future. If you want to hear more from this amazing team, though, you can listen to our other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, a podcast which features a range of scripts written by myself and brought to life by this amazing ensemble of actors as well as a few others. If you liked The Players, please leave a tip by clicking on the tip jar link in the show notes and remember do what you love and do a lot of it.